gentlemen, uh, you are listening to the very first episode of the Mini Van Men podcast. I am Al Madrigal. Um, to my right is the very funny Chris Spencer, and right across from me is my friend Maz Jubrani. Hello. All three dads, three friends, three comedians talking about all the issues that come up with sort of the modern day father, modern day dad. Responsible, I'll take care of the kids. But I'm not entirely happy about it it's all rough. the time. It's I got rough. busted for taking a nap today. Mm-hmm. How dare you? <laughs> really, my wife came in and was just absolutely furious with uh, me. She, she, looked, she looked at me and she goes, you've got to be kidding. How dare you? And then I went over because my daughter was, it was my daughter's birthday today. We went and had an ice. Was a nap before the birthday? No, after. During? Oh, you'd already done your duty. You were a good dad. You were there for the oh, birthday. Okay. I had two sets last night because we're all stand-up comedians. I went mm-hmm. out, I did the Comedy Store and I did the Laugh Factory. Very fun sets. Jamie Masada, who's the owner of the... This is actually where we all came up with the idea. Is the owner of the Laugh Factory has a couple glasses of wine. You have, I mean, you, you know, Every weekend, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Red wine, right? Yeah. 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 So he's wasted. And he is like, buddy, you got to stay here, buddy, and you don't love me, buddy. And starts, oh, boy. So now I'm there. I leave it. Come home at 1.30, 2 wow. o'clock in the morning. And now do your kids, do your kids at this point, how old are your kids? I've got a nine-year-old, well, soon to be nine-year-old and a five-year-old today. And they sleep through the night. Birthday today. They sleep right through the night. Okay. But uh, woke bed. up is birthday. So up, you know, everyone's oh, yeah. excited. It's oh, like yeah. Christmas. Oh, yeah. So yeah. everyone's yeah. fired up yeah. this morning. You're, you get home at 1, and they're up at, what, 6 in the morning? It was so. like a 6.30 morning. Oh. So, and I went to bed. I tried to watch Saturday Night Live. Oh. So I, mean, I, I wrong with you? Couch. I had to put together a scooter. <laughs> so I had to put and assemble a scooter, which isn't that big of a deal. It's a Razor scooter, so it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But just unwrapping the boxes, and my, my wife had it stashed in the garage. And so I go and I open up the um, scooter, and I do that, and watch this head, and I fall asleep on the couch, go to bed at 3.30. I'm you know, in my actual bed, and then 6.30, everybody wakes up. So then I get to crawl back into bed for another hour, and now it's go time. My wife's making a cake. We've got to go to the ice skating rink. Uh, we have all these people at the ice skating rink, so we've got this fruit and all this stuff that we've got to bring. And did you have that. wine last night, too? Did you have some drinks? I had well? a couple of drinks last night, oh, yeah. I've so, been there. Yeah, and I mixed it up last night, too. I was all over the place with the liquor. Wait, so get to, get to the part when she, she caught you cheating on so, me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then I sneak off. After the post-party, I go, and she already doesn't like me because <laughs> I went and I slept a little bit extra. I slept till 9. In the morning. I was trying to tell her, some of my friends, their comics sleep till 2 p.m. All the other comedians I know, 75%. I go, childless. Yes, childless <laughs> comics are sleeping till noon every single day. They black out their curtains or whatever they do in like a hotel room, blackness. Yeah. And then they just sleep and they, no one's on their back and they're well rested and they're sharp for these sets. I'm at like 50% for these sets. I Absolutely. prop myself with a five-hour Unless energy. you're on the road, you're not going to yeah, get yeah, the, yeah. the oh, yeah. type of rest That's that where I need. sleep, on the road. That's yeah. where I get my rest. So then I go post-party. We're unpacking all the gifts, and my wife will get a notepad and see who gave us what so she can write the proper thank you note. Right. So she say, Dear Zara, thank you so much for the tangled Nice. Yeah, uh, just set. like my wife. You know, yeah. yeah. So 
Yeah, my I, wife, I, I sent out emails like, hey, I appreciate mess. the thing, man. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. You like, are that thing great was great, for man. Doing we love it. To the us. thing that I'm going to re-gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So then I just go into the bed and the dog finds me. A dog jumps up there with me <sighs> on our the bed. The dog told on you. Was that, it was, you know, he <laughs> just, you know, he was cool. He, just came in, he came and just laid right next to me and I just closed my eyes and I, she comes in. Arms on hips, just oh, classic, no. and says, uh, "You've got to be kidding me!" Oh my We're god! We're opening presents, oh. and you're no—you've been no help at all today. Ooh. Oh, they love that. And so then I go out and I lay down with my son. Is luckily is not feeling well. Nice. <laughs> you're rooting for your kids to yeah. be sick. No, but now I get to lay down next to the now son. Now I get to lay down next to the son. <laughs> nice. He's got a bad gut, so uh, I was like, "Oh, let me just rub you." Yeah. I get to, my wife hates me because you know when we were giving birth. That's another thing is we, uh, for the first time my wife was about to give birth. You went to this uh, class, you know, you go to the class, it's a birthing class, yeah, or something like that. <laughs> and uh, all the other, because I was doing seventy working seven hours a week, doing sketch comedy, trying to do stand up, had this baby on the way, and so all the other desert are there, like, oh, can massage your wife, and I. I Crawled down on the floor. I start rubbing her feet, and I fell asleep there. Oh my god! No, she yeah, she hates me. She's like she. So it's a story she loves to tell, is how just horrible I am and tired I am all the time because I'm I push myself too hard. Anyway, so I fall asleep next to my son. She won't even talk to me because I got busted for napping. Basically, I'm busted for working hard. Now was there was there uh, there was other guests around too? Or was it just the kids and your wife? No, it was just a, this was just, opening time. Yeah, yeah, just four of us, us oh, and the man. dog. There's no guests, mm-hmm. but I've done that too. I've slept with guests. Are you serious? <laughs> what? Are you, what? <laughs> wow, I'm be trying to take up for you. I don't know if I can. Wait, because you get busted for sleeping too. I thought you I told got, me. You I get... got, yeah, but I've never slept with a guest over. I mean, no. Well, I was sick, and it was Halloween, and uh, I just the candy got you. No, I just laid on the couch for a little bit. I was deathly ill, and everybody went trick-or-treating, and I slept on the couch. It's so funny that all three of us, the nap conversation came up today. Today, my friend, uh, we all went to brunch. My buddy was like, man, I can't wait to go and get a nap. And I go, you get to take a nap. Is he, does he have kids or no? He's two kids, just like same age as mine. I'm but like, how do you get to take a nap? Sanctioned nap. Sanctioned nap, like, baby, I'm about to go take He don't work as hard as us. He's a probation officer, nine to five. Wow. He ain't got to tell jokes till 2 in the morning. So I'm like, dude, you get to take a nap. I felt like I was talking to somebody who, who lets his, his wife lets him have a threesome. Like, how did you do it? <laughs> how did this happen? How did, you, how did you get your wife to let you take a nap? He's like, and he's one of those modules with me. I just take a nap. If I want to take a nap, I take a nap. It's my uh, house. I take a nap. Woman, I'm napping. I couldn't do that. No, my wife will live. You know, it's I, funny how scared we are of our wives, but we're not scared of them, but we're scared of them. Yeah, well, you know what? The the, the I feel I feel guilty as well because what you know if I I mean I I I worked a nap in yesterday. Now listen, I used to How'd we, we used to, we used to both be able to rotate naps just because we had one. Right now that we got two, it's I, it hit me the other day. Just the, I mean, my 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 second one now is a month old. Yeah, so it hit me the other day. I was like, oh my god. My life has changed forever. You have no idea. Like I, we can't. I can't just. We can't say, "Oh, your turn, my turn." It's like our turn. Sure. We both have to be. So today, for example, exhausted, wanted to take a nap. The older kid still. I'm lucky because my kid still takes a nap. Right. So the older kid was taking his two hour nap, and I was like, "Okay, now is my chance to take my nap." But I also had to take care of a few errands before I napped. So I started taking care of the errands, and meanwhile, my wife had the baby on her boob. And she was tired, 
And then she had to start cleaning the house. So she goes, can you feed the baby the rest of the time, you know, with the bottle while I clean? So I'm like, how am I? There's no time. Yeah, your nap just went away. <laughs> My nap. So then I'm holding, and I held the baby and fed her for a while. And I was like, okay, this baby has now been fed and burped. Right. So let me put the baby down in the little crib and take the nap. And I put the baby down in the crib. And it's one of those, uh, um, it's like a little co-sleeper thing. Mm-hmm. And we don't have any like colorful toys for the baby to look at. Mm-hmm. So the baby's like looking to the side and she can't really see anything. Her eyes were open, but she's being cool. Right. But then my wife came over and she's like, baby's awake. And I was like, yeah, but she's quiet. <laughs> you know, I should yeah. be able to nap. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. like, no, I don't like the baby just looking at nothing. I was like, it's a Stimula- baby. Yeah, one month old. Like, what, what did you want? Is it to be taught something yeah. at that point? Yeah, I have no idea. So, I, but and I, but I felt guilty. So I kind of sat up and I was like, okay, what are we doing? Are Flashcards. We what should I do? Teach it. Give me some. Dialogue. Yeah. Give me some. I felt bad. And she's like, I thought yeah. you were gonna tell me you were about to sleep, and then your son woke up. Oh no! Then I had to. I then I had to go wake him up. And so I was you like, wanted one, it. but you didn't get one today. I didn't. Then, I got. I this. got the slightest little, you know, five minute thing. You know what's in. so funny? Fifteen minutes is take just it. enough. Oh yeah, I'll take just it. Just enough to not make me want to choke everybody in the house. Oh yeah, just. Just let me get, like today, uh, we were, after, so my friend said he's taking a nap. So my wife was like, okay, I'll let him take a nap. So we, we're driving back from Santa Monica. Everybody falls asleep in the car. I'm Ugh. halfway Is that when I saw off. you? Yes. Everybody we saw each other car. on the highway today. Oh, that's funny. Everybody was in the car asleep. So we get in. She goes, you know what, baby? You could take a nap. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, because I'm going to stay in here and take a nap with the kids. So I parked in the driveway, all three of them in the car. And now I'm like, I don't even feel like taking a nap now because I got to watch them in the car sleeping. What if somebody comes up and, you know. Car Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching TV on a computer, watching them take a nap. Like, it was unfair. Oh, that's hilarious. It's like being in a strip club. Like, like, I can't do what they're doing right there. You know what I mean? That's sometimes I do that when I pull up to my house knowing what mayhem is inside. Yes. You, you got to give it a couple seconds. You just sit there in the car for a little bit. And you're going to start doing that, too. Because uh, just to back up. Uh, Maz just recently mentioned just a one-month-old child just had... Well, you know what's crazy, too, is the, the thing with... I'd forgotten newborns got to eat every three hours. Yeah. And it's kind of like what we were saying before. Like, I don't think my father was involved. Like, back in the day, the generation before, no. they, my father was not involved with getting up every three hours and feeding. Our dads didn't go to birthday no. parties. My dad, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they didn't... None, none of that. We hang out with some Armenian dads. I don't think I've ever seen them at a birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. So some dads are still pulling that yeah. off. Yeah. I got a couple of friends that get away with that. No, I, I can't even it's come a different, close. but we're a different generation. I go to birthday type. parties without the wife sometimes. Oh, oh man. I went, to, I went to a Super Bowl party <laughs> with my boy when he was last year. He was a year and a half. She, she said she wanted to you know, get her nap on. So wow. I took the boy with me. I saw nothing. All I did was chase a one and a half year old. Do you ever notice you don't get repaid for the sacrifices you do? Like you should have got a coupon for that. Like they should. That'd be. You that's know a what? Good idea. Should be some sort of system. I like. Where... I remind my wife. Do you remember some of the stuff I've been doing? Like you remember the time? But see, this, is, took... where, but this well, is where the guilt thing kicks in, though, because like they do a lot too, man. Yeah. Right, no, no, no. But you're also in a unique situation. I think we probably also should explain what yeah, our wives are doing no because if Moss has a wife, Preetha works and has a career and my wife is a teacher that has not taught a classroom in seven years and my wife's uh, a casting director who gets who won't movies, cast you in anything doesn't cast me in anything <laughs> <laughs> cast plenty of people who look exactly like me can we get Todd Bridges to play the uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch something you're like I could have played that part hey. and, uh, so she hasn't worked so she's 
She's a housewife. Yeah, my wife. And then my wife went to get her master's. So she was gone. My wife calls me master's. There you go. (laughs) She's gone every single Tuesday for the last two and a half years. She's gone every Tuesday night. So I had the kids every single day. It was impossible. And so, yeah, I think taking care of one child... Not that difficult. Now you've been thrust into the world. Oh, it's of not two. double. It's it's exponential. And the thing is, I'd forgotten about the sleep thing. And this this is where the sleep thing. Now now and, and I you know I kind of pride myself on. Look, first of all, I want to be involved. Secondly, I know that like what they go through with their bodies Absolutely. to have this kid. It's like oh you know so, and and also I I had to go on the road because the baby came early. So I had shows scheduled leading right. up to when she was supposed to come, but she came early. You could have gave us those dates. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> No, so a few days after a few days after the baby came, I had to fly to Miami, so I was out of town. Then the next weekend, I was out of town again. So when I came back, the first the first weekend I came back, I felt bad, and I was like, "Listen, babe, you sleep at night. I got the baby." You know, I was like, "I'm stepping up. I'm right. manning up." And I and I didn't clean my slate the next day of any meetings or anything. I was like, "I will stay up all night, and then I will go and audition, and I will also go, go and do yeah, yeah. I will go do the Ferguson tape. I'll do it all." Wow. And man, I was like, I, I was so sleep deprived. And I'm like, you guys know I'm the nicest. Like, I, I don't get angry. But when you don't get any sleep, oh, yeah. your fuse gets get shorter and yeah, shorter, sure, you get sure, irritated. Sure. So I had one. So this, this was when it hit. So first of all, I was snapping at Dara, who's my, my uh, two and a half year old. Who, by the way, also handful. Oh, yeah. Oh. This kid. I oh, mean, this kid, yeah. really just, I mean, ready. He's High be, energy. Yep. But I was, sna- I was snapping at him. And then I was getting ready to go. So I'd gone to Miami. Then I was getting ready to go to the Midwest for another tour. And what happened was, it was funny. Um, I was in the kitchen. Um, I had to go to the airport. And, uh, uh, and the nanny was going to stay the nights while I was gone. And this is, this is all talking about napping and sleep deprived. And my wife says, uh, what are we paying the nanny when she's staying over 24 hours? And I said, I don't know. Let me ask her. Like, I'm, I'm, and I've made this mistake a million times of you get someone to do something, but you don't talk about how much at first. Yeah. Kills you. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and everybody listening, does, I counsel you on this a million times. Okay? You've got to ask before, and it has to be discussion prior to the work taking place. Or With everything. Yes. Everything in life. So I had not discussed it in all the mayhem. So, so, my, so my wife goes, how much are we paying the nanny? I go, I don't know. Let's ask the nanny. I go, how much are we paying you? And she said, I think she said like 200 bucks for 24 hours, which is actually... That's good. That's good, yeah. She could have said $500. Yeah, she could have yeah, been, you know, one, you know. <laughs> less than 10 bucks an hour. Yeah, it was great. So I was like, and I was like, uh, I was like okay, she said 200 But my wife had thought that she was going to do for like 150 whatever. We talked it through. And then what's funny is so my wife has studied Spanish in college, so she actually speaks and understands Spanish. I, I took Italian. I used to be fluent in Italian when I was in college. But because of my Italian, I'm able to speak Spanish, and I speak broken Spanish. Mm-hmm. And the nanny only speaks Spanish. She does not speak any English. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the kitchen with my wife and the nanny, and I'm discussing with the nanny what we're paying her. And my wife, rather than speaking back in Spanish, is speaking to me in English and saying, tell her, da 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 And I'm, I got to go, right? I'm, I'm running late. And I'm short on sleep. And she's like, tell her, da-da-da. So I start s- s- explaining. And then the nanny says something back to me. My wife understands. And my wife goes, well, tell her. <laughs> and I just snapped. I go, what? I go, what am I? I got, I got, a, I'm, I got a flight to catch. I go, Would you, you tell. You can speak. You tell her. And, and I walked away. And I didn't realize that, like, and also she just gave birth. Like, now it's like a week and a half. Yeah. She's emotional. Sure. Oh, my God. And the next thing you know, you know, she's crying. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? And I felt so bad. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to snap. I go, I'm short on sleep. Da, 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 da. Feeling like a jerk. 
get on the plane. There's a stopover in Dallas on my way to Cleveland. I go. I was telling. I was telling Adam earlier. Uh, I went to the Wendy's, and there's this teenager straight out of uh, Central Casting. Teenage, like you know, punk looking teenage dude. Hey, sir. Yeah, I go. Uh, I go. Hey, uh, you guys got a? You guys got soft serve ice cream? Soft. I go. No, I go. You guys got soft serve? And he goes, What? I go. You got soft serve? He goes, Huh? I go. Ice cream? Do you have ice cream? I was yelling at the guy. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. And I like walked away. And I called my wife. I go. You know what? I know. I'm, I got to start getting sleep. I go. When you yelling at somebody about ice cream, ice cream. Yeah. the friendliest thing in the world. <laughs> I want cake. Yeah. Give me my cake. <laughs> So I just like after I that, can't even man, see you mad. I'm blown. I'm blown away. I know. I was like, it was the craziest thing, and I called her up, and I was able to actually work it all out. But that whole nap thing, man, and sleep, it is so important. And you're right. There should be a there should be like a coupon system. My dad used to do it. Like I remember it, and it's the weirdest thing. But we'd find my dad. My dad would just go away. Like I tried to do. That's what I tried to do today. He would just go away. We'd find him just laying on his uh, face on the rug in the car in the closet. He'd go in the closet and he'd just hide in the closet. And that's what you do. My so dad, your dad was in the closet. Yeah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> no, you would just go and just lay down. He'd find any little place. We got this hammock that we just put out right outside our kitchen. I went in there the other day and just was hoping no one would see me. And just I have That's to get genius. you know you know what it is is that when they when the babies are, are new you know they're new they nap yeah. right until a certain age and then at a certain age they're gonna stop napping and then you're really screwed because you know you gotta look for ways to entertain them right and then when when they get to the age where they can start appreciating napping again they're out of the house right. yeah. so it's too bad it's too late no you're never gonna get that and they'll also. They're going to put up a resistance to the nap when they really need one. Oh, yeah. They think they're a big boy. Oh, yeah. And they're like, I don't want a nap. And they're just breaking down in the afternoon because they should have It's so funny. Like, there's that gap where you, you refuse a nap. And now it's, they're like orgasmic. Oh, yeah. Like right before you're set, you're on the road. You're like, I'm going to get a little quick nap. Oh, my God. It's the best and you have thing a killer ever. set. Yeah. You come home, you're like, well, how come I can't do this at home? See, that's the thing. The road, too, I'll be honest, it's like, obviously, that's how I make my living, right? I feel guilty when I'm on the road, sleeping to like four or five. The, what about when she calls? What are oh, you yeah. doing? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That's what I do. Uh, I was helping the, the, the chimney fell in the hotel. I was yeah. helping. Like, I was riding, you can't be having fun. Writing. I was writing. That, and, uh, that I agree with. Whenever my wife calls me oh and I'm on the road, God. I say, the manager's a jerk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the you hotel are, is disgusting. We do at the Lakers game. Oh, baby, they're playing the Clippers. Yeah, <laughs> you, can't, you can't have fun. You're playing golf, especially golf. Yeah, oh, that's a four letter word. Yeah, I don't even do that. You're playing I golf, I baby, but I, I got hit in the head with a ball. Time? Not really. I tried to play golf last week. She went berserk. I, I, I don't have golf time. I don't have uh, really too too much time to myself at all. How about really this? Don't. I'm going on the road for a week. I think I was going to Phoenix. She goes. You're, you're taking your clubs? I go, yeah. I mean, I, I thought you were doing shows. I'm like, at night. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, well, okay, well, won't you, or shouldn't you be writing something? Or, or, or yeah. I'm like, I can't. There's a whole, there's like a whole bunch of hours before nighttime. I could probably write and play golf. Oh, okay. It just seems like it's kind of silly to be playing golf. That's five hours. I'm like, I'm going to play golf. Goodbye. Hilarious. But that was, that was like, golf clubs. Yeah, the wait staff still wants to take me out. I feel like obligated as a headliner to go out and get some couple drinks with uh, the kids that work at the club, and you know they really look forward to it because I've talked to a lot of people. So you do go to a place like the Tempe Improv, or you go down to even you know any La Jolla. 
Yeah. Right. Anything like that or just Pechanga, any of the cool clubs. Anywhere. Uh, you go to DC Improv, one of my favorite clubs to go to. Yeah. They want to go out, and then you will go out, and then you will sleep in. And then if you don't call by 9 a.m. Pacific time, yeah. I get a phone call from my wife. <laughs> what are you doing? At least yours calls. Mine forgets that I exist. When I'm gone, I'm like, can I talk to my kids? Oh, well, they're already at school. I'm like, well, why don't you call me on the way to, to yeah. school? Oh, well, I, yeah. It's my wife barely checks in with me. Yeah, so, yeah, I hate that. No, but that kind of check-in, yes, because she, she knows you had fun the night before. Yeah. There's that check-in, but the ones that you want, like, hey, we, we, we miss kids, you. Kids in bed yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? You go put the kids in? I've been gone a week. You haven't. That's why I feel for all the guys that work a regular job and that... Um, don't get to go on the road because <laughs> that's how. It, that's if I didn't have right. the road balancing me out, I mean, because I would just go crazy. I didn't so, think of that. yeah, they, we get to step away, we and then there's away. guys just. There should locked be. In. There should be like with with regular guys with nine to fives. There should be a nap time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like other siesta. countries. Other countries do the siesta. We should have the nap time. You're at work. Right. Get your mandatory hour of napping. Yeah. Right? That's it. Let's, let's work on that. Let's uh, take a little quick break and then we'll come back. So we're back. You see me yawning? Yeah, you're exhausted. That's because I didn't get a nap. <laughs> Unlike, you know, you snuck a nap in. My wife thinks naps. I'm yawning again. My wife thinks naps are cheating. Matter of fact, I think she would let me cheat with another woman before she would let me like have a regular nap. <laughs> like I do a joke on stage where I say, uh, baby, you know, uh, I got something to tell you. What is it? I slept with another girl. I can't believe you. Wait a minute. Did you fall asleep with her? No. Ah, oh, baby, things happen. Like, <laughs> as long as I'm not rested. When I had sex with this other woman, I think she'd be okay. But it's, 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 it's a weird, weird, weird thing. Like, let's say we've set aside some time for me not to do a set, and I'm going to stay home, and we're going to watch a movie. If I fall asleep then, curses. Oh, my God. Like, my wife is Puerto Rican, but she grew up in the suburbs, but you hear every ounce of San Juan in her voice when I fall asleep. Which uh, brings me to another great thing about this group of guys is that I am uh, half Mexican, half Sicilian with uh, my wife, who's uh, Kristen, who's um, half Korean and half Greek. My son, and therefore, uh, Lorenzo, who is eight years old, he is, yeah, quarter Mexican, quarter Sicilian, wow. quarter Greek, and quarter Korean. And I do the bit, yeah, they're all white. Yeah. And, then, uh, <laughs> and then my daughter, Louisa, who turned five today, is, again, just olive skin, no trace of any sort of ethnicity. No and then you have your I'm wife. Jamaican, right? My wife is half Cuban, half Puerto Rican. We're mutt-like as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like I've a Benetton poster. Kid, gorgeous. Yeah, you know, the kids are just gorgeous. Yes. And how old are the kids? One of the names? Are? Christopher is five and Isabella is four. Isabella. Yeah, they, they look like their father. Back they're, to they're back. absolutely beautiful. Look at you. Yeah. I'm Iranian and my wife's Indian. And uh, Dara is two and a half. That's a boy. Dara. Dara. And then uh, the baby. Mila, the baby now, is a month old. Wow. Now, do those names mean anything? And are, Dara, they, are, are Dara, they Indian or are they Dara Iranian in names? Dara in Persian means prosperous. Okay. And, and the joke I do is I go in English, it means very close to Dora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to get his butt kicked. Ah, Dora! <laughs> yeah. well, it was funny. The first day we went to visit, we, I think we took him, actually, I think when we signed him up for like a, 
preschool or something. And we went there, and like the teacher was like, hey, this is Dara. And I'd always feared that kids were going to tease him intentionally by calling him Dora. Well, this poor kid didn't even like, wasn't intentional. He's like, you know, these kids are like three and a half. And yeah. the kid was like, Dora, come play with us. I was like, oh, no. It's going to happen. Even when they don't mean to. They're gonna yeah. Now, when you were thinking of the name, did you think? I right. wanted, I wanted, see, I wanted a Persian name or an Indian name. I wanted one of those two. So I said Darius or Cyrus, because those are both Persian kings, and they translate well. It's Daryush in Farsi, or mm-hmm. Sirus becomes Darius and, and, and Cyrus. And uh, she said no. And then I was like, you know what? If you just find one name that you're really into that I'm not like 100% against, let's do it. So when she came up with Dara, I had a few friends that were named Dara. Okay, you so I emailed them. I was like, what kind of crap did you get growing up? You know, and they were like, no, it was all right. So my strategy is our last name is Jobrani. So if it gets bad, I can call him DJ in school. Just be like, he's right, DJ. Right. Until he's old, when he gets back to college, the, and then Dara's exotic, and he can pick like, up oh, girls. Yeah. Yeah. Dara. Yeah, and my, bring it back. But my back. friends call me DJ. DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. DJ so, Dara. DJ and Dara. he's fired up. That's another thing we talked about is like, I went over there to hang out for a second. We were talking about this. I'll let you guys been friends without me, but go ahead. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and then he got a backpack filled with stuff. Oh, and he yeah. was going to take a nap. And that's another thing is that when I went to go put the kids down, because I so rarely put my kids down for a nap when they were that little, they thought every time that I was spending with them was fun. Hey, oh, daddy yeah, yeah. time. Here's yeah. the guy that yeah. tickles me. Yeah. Right. Oh, you don't mean nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, it was yeah. a big, well, no, we never got, take me seriously. Well, you, you, you saw me trying to put him down to sleep. Now, we have a nanny. This nanny has something. I don't know. She, she's like a dog whisperer. She's like a dog whisperer. She's a child whisperer. She's a child whisperer. She puts him to, she'll, she, he's totally, it's funny. He's got three different, Things going with my wife, and my wife has always really coddled him more than anybody. So whenever my wife wants him to sleep, she'll go into the bed. She'll take him into bed, into her bed, our bed. They'll sleep there. Now, when I want to put him to sleep, I climb in his bed and read him some books, put him to sleep, sneak out. Nanny puts him in the bed. She doesn't speak any English. She says in Spanish. She goes, "Okay, good night," and he just he's out. So the nanny is our nanny is amazing. Our nanny is Guatemalan. She cooks Persian food. She does not, we were talking about napping. She does not nap. Because we had a nanny before. We had a nanny, we had a nanny before. You had a bad nanny. We had a bad nanny. (laughs) We had a nanny before who was a living nanny. It felt like I had a teenage daughter that had just started living with us. This lady was like 39. Stories came out about her. Like she would tell us stories. She was also Guatemala. She would tell us stories about how she used to be promiscuous back in Guatemala. And she's got a few kids and husbands and boyfriends, whatever. And then she found Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. And now Jesus. it's all about Jesus. So when she, first came, when she first came to our house and started living with us, she, had, uh, she would play Jesus rock in Spanish for the kid. That is and this, hilarious. Yeah, and the kid was like a month old. So I walked in and I'm hearing like, Jesus, Maria, Guadalupe, Jesus, Jesus. I'm like, there's a lot of Jesuses in this song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, heavy uh, on the Jesus. A little heavy on the Jesus, right? Now, with her being uh, promiscuous, would she ever just sort of look funny at you at all? No, no, I mean, she wouldn't look funny at me because like I said, I really took that father. She, she wasn't really attract, attractive anyway, like, you know, but, but beyond that, it was like I took, I really became... I became like a dad with her. I was like, Patricia. She's your age. She said, yeah, she's my age. But I acted like, I was like, Patricia, you need to do this and this. Like, I would tell her. 
right. like discipline her in a way of like, because I would catch her doing stuff with the kid that she's not supposed. Like for example, yeah. playing Jesus music. What would she call you? What is your Mister? Mus, Mus, just Mus. Yeah. Oh, mine calls me Mister Al. Mister Al. Yeah, that's, hilarious. that's like sort of like I respect you, but not really. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would call you Mister Al till you leave. Yeah. And once you're gone, I'm gonna Him. tell your kids, yeah. what a jerk you are. Yeah. So I found her with the Jesus music, and I go, uh, and I tried to explain to her again with my broken. Italian slash Spanish, I was like, listen, uh, please don't play Jesus music around my kid. I was like, Patricia, no musica de uh, um, Jesus, Jesus yeah. uh, con niño, you know? And she's like, por qué? And she was like, she had now gone from promiscuous lady to she's now hardcore, right. trying to really hang on. That's what they usually do. Yeah, but I think she was on the side, she was still doing stuff. Because like, once in a while she'd be like, yeah, you know, I have some friends that are coming to get me at three in the morning to go to the church. I'm like, church, church. at three in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the name of the rave club you're going to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> club, church. club church. The church de Roberto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, parked like a Toyota, 87 Toyota pickup parked down Sepulveda. It was crazy, man. And so... I tried to explain to her. I was like, listen, no Jesus music, no Jesus rock. And then she got into a discussion with me. She's like, in Spanish, she's like, so you don't, she's like, but don't you believe in our Lord, the Savior? Uh-oh. And I was like, no, that's all cool. But I was like, I don't want Jesus music. And then I had to, and then I quickly, I was smart. I was like, okay, I'm going to take the Muslim angle. I'm not that religious. Right. But I was like, listen, I'm Muslim. And my kid's <laughs> going to, you know, I believe in, you know, Islam. And then she got, she got uh, aggressive with it. She's like, but no, there's only one way. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I was like, and then I was like, okay, yes. abort Islam yeah. argument. <laughs> and then I went to, but you know what, Patricia, this kid's about, um, whatever, a month old. I said, doctors have shown that they need to listen to classical music. So I was like, that's why I don't want any kind of rock around my child. Right. And so I finally got her to like stop playing Jesus rock around the kid. But the other thing Patricia would do was, you know, you're supposed to, when they're babies, you're not supposed to hold them to put, fall asleep because they get used to that. You're supposed to put them in their crib. Yeah. Use it. Well, Patricia had a pot belly. Every day I'd come home. She didn't speak any English. She would have law and order on. That's what I was saying because I was saying the other, the other nan, our new nanny, super lady. Patricia, lazy. So she'd be sitting there with law and order on in English. She doesn't speak English. Law and mm-hmm. order's on. I'm like, why are you even watching you don't even, and she loved it. And she would have the baby on her pot belly asleep. And I'd be like, Patricia. It's like a little crib. Like a little crib. I was like, yeah, Patricia. Like, and she'd be like, hey, mas, eh, you know, eh, no, not my fault. You just fall asleep. You right inside. Baby was asleep. I'm like, Patricia, stop doing this. So I was telling this story to this, this mother at, at the park. And she's like, well, I got one for you. I got what? She goes, we had a nanny that was drinking wine from the sippy cup. That's brilliant. I go, I got to hear this. I go, how'd you figure that out? She goes, well, we got the nanny cam. And she goes, what we would do is we'd leave and we realized some weird stuff. Like the nanny was a little weird. So she said, we started looking at the video. And the nanny, when they would leave, she would, nanny would kind of put the baby to sleep, go put wine in the sippy cup. It's some weird fetish something going on. She'd drink, <laughs> drink the wine. And then she said, And then she said, we confronted her. And she was like, no, I did not do this. And then well, they go, let's look at the tape. Roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So there's uh, also a website that I know called isawyournanny.com where you can actually rat out other people's nannies. And there was a great story in the L.A. Times about a woman that was going around Hancock Park and they had these two lawyers. And Hancock Park is a very wealthy area in Los Angeles. And she was a nanny that would go pick up this little kid. And they were both professionals that were working these 80-hour work weeks. Brand new baby boy. The nanny would come over. 
Now, they made the mistake of assuming that this nanny was exclusive to them. Oh, my God. He would, she would make the rounds, pick up five kids in other situations, take them over to an apartment in Echo Park, which is not a good area of Los Angeles, <laughs> really, and then, and then um, put all the kids in the apartment, and then she'd go back and take them back at all the certain times. Nobody caught on. And then she said, what did you guys do today? We went to the zoo. <laughs> and I just imagine this apartment, which is like a, you know, a cat, some, you know, stray cat. Yeah. Like, it's like a meth lab. Yeah, like, you yeah. take the powder <laughs> and you put it into the little yeah. test tube. Yeah. And this is called the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Like, zoo. Listen, man, what it is is you're bringing this stranger, stranger you don't know and putting the most precious thing in the world right away. It's not, a, it's not a let's get to know you period. Well, it's also a referral business a lot of the times, and um, you have to check references. Prior to doing, you know, being a full-time stand-up comedian and actor, I hired people. I hired people and I fired people. If anyone ever saw Up in the Air with George Clooney where he was fired, I've fired over 1,000 people. I've easily hired over like 3,000. And I did that for You're 10 years. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for 10 years prior to doing stand-up. And the references is all you have. You just can't. You have to talk to previous employers. And that's where you... Still, no matter who... If, if Barack said this person was cool, it's still a stranger to you. Oh, it's so not a to you. Here's how we got Patricia, the first one. It was the nanny pimp. I've told you guys about the nanny pimp. Myra. Myra the nanny pimp. This there's, is ridiculous. There's a, there's a Mexican lady named Myra. And we got it from my friend who's got three kids. So I'm like, okay, these guys are experienced. They know what they're so, doing. So I call them up. I go, How, you know, what, what nanny? You guys got nannies? They go, you got to call Myra. So I will call Myra. So I was out of town on a tour. And uh, Myra had lined up like 10 nannies to come by for my wife and my mother to pick. And that's when my wife calls. She goes, they were horrible. And she goes, the Parade best. of just, I mean. Like Enter the Dragon. Yeah, and it, and, and it was like, and, and I think what happens is we learn later on, I think what Myra does is she goes to where like the new Greyhound. immigrants have yeah. come, the bus stop. Bus stop. You want work? I got work for you. I got work. You know? And she takes a cut. She takes a cut like, from them. She takes a cut from us. And that's, a that's, when I first, that's when I first met Myra. Because see, what, I'd only talked to Myra on the phone. And then I set it up. I'm like, okay, I set it up. Ba- babe, you picked the nanny. Then we gotta get, we gotta pay Myra at some point her commission, and it's not that expensive either. Which is a great movie idea, by the way, just to show Myra at the bus stop waiting. Oh, yeah. Toothpick in her mouth. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude, <laughs> she had a gold tooth. No, she didn't. She had a gold tooth. Myra showed up. Como se dice pimp? Myra showed up. Listen, man, Myra showed up at our house to collect her commission. She was wearing a white blazer, white tight blazer. Boobs kind of pushing it out. Yeah, because she knows like, that's what clients like. That's what clients like, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like if you could get like a, like a Latina Beverly D'Angelo or, right. a, awesome. or like Charo maybe could play. Yeah. Coochie, coochie. You know what I'm saying? And she had the boobs and she had the jacket barely fitting and she had the feathered hair kind of like Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. She still had in the 70s and she had the gold tooth. And so she came in to do business, you know what I'm saying? It was like one of those white Remax kind of, you know what I'm saying? Awesome. This is like, I'm dressed for business. I'm going to collect my $400 today. Did and she was there, and I'm sitting in the back of my mind, I'm like, either she's packing, or she's got a dude outside who's packing. She's totally packing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I mean, not that I was ever going to, you know, slight Myra, but I was like, I, you know something. And she lined them up. Well, she had lined them up before. This is when she came to get payment. 
You know what I'm saying? The lineup, lineup happened without me. I wasn't there. Myra wasn't there. And Patricia was the one we got picked. Patricia's the one that got picked. Gotcha. And then Patricia ends up. Now here's the problem too. You've hired and fired people. I can't. I'm not good at firing people. I'm very good at firing. Oh man. Yeah. I was like, because what happened at a certain point, my wife and I were like, this lady's not really working out. And then, and then you start convincing yourself that you should keep her. You're like, yeah, but the baby's used to right. her. And then we're like, well, how do we get? When does Myra? Do we owe Myra? Does Myra? Do we get our refund from Myra? Or is she just going to refer another person? Because this was the best. Right. Because Patricia started coming up to us with stories of. Now I'm telling you, she had the whole Jesus thing going on. And one, like one night, I like knocked on her door. She was living. Knocked on her door to like tell her, I don't know, Patricia, don't forget to do blah blah blah. And I knocked, and I kind of, you know, you knock, but you don't wait for them to come in, but you just kind of start going in. Yeah. So I started going in, and she, like, popped up from the other side of the bed. I think she had been praying, and she'd been bawling. Like, she got into Jesus. Like, right. she was, like, so she was, like, She's a little She's thinking overboard. about those promiscuous years. Oh, my God. She had a lot of repenting to do. And she would tell us weird stuff. She would, One time she goes, she told Pritha, my wife, she goes, um, I, last night when I was sleeping, a lady came and wanted to take the baby. And I said, no, lady, no. And I kept the baby. And, and wow. Preetha, t- Preetha told me this. I go... Guess who's getting fired? Yeah, I go, Preetha, I go, wait, did you say <laughs> she dreamt this? She goes, no, I'm pretty sure. Because now Preetha took Spanish, right. but she's not, she, you know, it could be in right. translation. She's like, I'm pretty sure she said she actually saw the lady. I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. And then I was like, I was like I gotta, we got to have a talk with her. And then now we're like, when are we going to have the talk? What's going to happen? In the interim, she came up with another one. She goes, there was a tiger going down the hallway. <laughs> Okay. Oh, now, now here's what it is though. I'm so bad. Like right there, you should be like, you're out. Yeah. But I'm th- you, you think a million things in your head. You think, okay, if I fire her, she's with my, the Myra gang. They're going to kidnap gonna my baby. Call, yeah. What are we like? They know the I, ins and outs of the too. What, they, they, yeah. What am I going to do? So, so we had a talk with her. I said, let's just have a talk with her, man. I said, Patricia, I got to ask you a question. Was these dreams or this was real? And she started out with like, no, it happened. And I was like, you sure? And she's like, no, I think it was a dream. <laughs> I was like, I, think it was a I dream. was like, listen, Patricia, and I was like, look, you're nice. The kid likes you. We're not gonna, you know, we're gonna keep you. Like, I'm such an idiot. I said, I said we're gonna keep you soft. Yo, too soft. I was like, we're gonna keep you. There. I go, but please do me a favor. If anything like this ever happens again, keep it to yourself and try not to have this stuff happen anymore. I was like, please. And the way you know how we got out, we got rid of her. She got into a car accident. Where she, like her ribs were like hurt and she couldn't work for a few weeks. Perfect. And I was like, my wife and I, Preet and I, were like, oh, put, put her praise Jesus. Yeah. We're like, hallelujah. Was there it a Mercedes a... station wagon that hit her? <laughs> no, no, oh, okay. No. I thought the firing guy smashed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll that's... take care of her. Yeah. I uh, just let one go. Um, well, we're still going to use her occasionally. It's a lady around you the block. You have the voice to fire people too. Now that I'm listening to you, <laughs> doesn't he sound like the guy, uh, Chris Spencer? Can we can we see the office, please? I, uh, my wife goes, we can't, we don't want to do you this get anymore. fired by Alan Alda. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, getting Alan a lot, Alda? I'm getting a lot of Alan Alda lately. I, I don't know what it is. Alan Alda, I don't hear Alan Alda, but, but I, I do hear firing voice. Right, so, um, You've been really good for us for many years. <laughs> and uh, Go on. Our, we, this lady, since we moved in, has been helping us out. Her name is Felix, and she... Her name is Felix? Yes, Felice, but the kids that she lived with couldn't call uh, her Felice, so they just called her Felix, so she started calling her Felix. I would have called her Felix. Navidad. Yeah, so she comes around, uh, she's coming around like three times a week, and we're very lucky to have somebody helping out. Not a live-in, I don't even know, if, but she lives in somewhere else, and then she would change her schedule all the time. So we were depending on her on a Tuesday and sort of counting on her, 
and then she said, I'm not coming. And she did this a couple times because she lives with this family that just says, you can't go over there. And she's sort of not the nicest people to her. So um, she comes over. One of my wife says, I can't take it anymore. She's, she's done. And I go, you really want me to do this? How old is she? She's 71 oh. years old and sends all her money to Mexico. Oh. And, um, and you're like, no problem. She said, yeah, I got no problem. <laughs> I got it. You really? I looked at my wife and I go, you really want to do this, right? Because uh, I fired, some, I fired a lot of people. But she's good otherwise, except for the crazy scheduling thing. Crazy scheduling. She's getting to the point. She's where I driving at seventy one. Was she driving? No, no oh. driving. She walks over and um, she uh, is good with the kids. But then there was always an issue. Like my son said, she yelled at him a couple times, oh, and a neighbor said she yelled. So we don't want to do that. And then um, I saw her. I was there because sometimes I'll be there. And she'll cook dinner for everybody. And we're very lucky, again, to be... You sound like she's so, you know, so privileged when you're talking about nanny yeah. problems. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, Aren't we jerks? Yeah. yeah. So she left a... She's 71. She left a pan on with the heat still coming, the flame. Oh, boy. And for a while, I'm like, okay, this is going to near an end. Just give me an excuse, and I'll pull the trigger. Because that's what you want. You want an accident. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want, want the house to burn down. You want yeah. to take advantage of any opportunity you have to let them go. Yeah. And so she changed her schedule. My wife said, that's enough. We're not doing it anymore. Um, and so she came over... And I said, Felix, we got to talk to you. Um, we've de- and this is my old lines. I go, we have decided. There's nothing else. Gonna, it's a decision has been made. Oh, you can't break the ranks. Yeah, and be like, this let me is, talk no, to the lady. No, let me talk to the lady, yeah. or please let me stay, or anything. Yeah. No, yeah. it's whatever you're going to say after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. has been it's determined. Done. Yes. Right. Cool. So, yeah, we have decided that today is going to be your last day. Ooh. We're not going to have you come over anymore. And uh, we'll still have you for babysitting occasionally, but no more during the day. Full on bawling. Oh my God. My wife starts crying. Oh my God. She's standing there like that. I'm going, What are you doing? You're breaking me. Wow. No, no, no. I can't believe no. you fired her. <laughs> she, she pointed at you. It was him. Yeah, he did it. Oh, he means we decided. And he naps. <laughs> and he naps. <laughs> That's the lesson for today. Keep it in perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And every show will have a lesson. Yes. And, and uh, we'll try to... Like squeeze. Jerry Springer's little moment at the end. Yeah, so, so you tune guys in. should know that look out for nannies with gold teeth. Yeah. Uh, no, tune in and share it with your friends. If, you've, if you have friends that don't have perspective, you should share it with them. Yeah, I think it's... Um, we, eventually, you'll be able to contact us as well. I mean, we should... Uh, I believe we do have an email and stuff like that that we've set up. Uh, yeah, minivanman at, at gmail.com. Yeah, so we're gonna, you'll be able to write into the show and just keep in touch. I mean, it, that's another thing is everybody, in terms of parenting advice and stuff like that, we've gotten to this point. We're going to be steering Moz in the right direction. Yes. Uh, and we're certainly happy to help with any, anybody else uh, that has any questions for us as we move along. And we'll be happy to read those on air. Um, thank you very much. It was the first episode. I think we did a great job. Uh, number one is uh, in the can.
Thank you very much for listening to the Minivan Men podcast. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to minivanmen.com, almadrigal.com, thechrisspencer.com, or masjubani.com. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Take care.